Hi guys, welcome back to the podcast. Thank you so much for joining me here today. Thank you for even just pressing play. Even if you piss off now, I won't be offended. I'm a bit annoying, I get it. Don't worry about it, babes. Thank you just for being here in the first place. I really appreciate it. I hope you've all had a wonderful week. Thank you for all of the positive energy and vibes that all of you have sent me. And the well wishes for the podcast. I really appreciate it. You guys are so nice, so thank you so much. First of all, full disclaimer. I am in bed right now. <laughs> I am in bed. It's half past ten at night. And if you hear a crinkle in the sheets, just pretend you didn't, okay? That's what we're rolling with today. Just pretend you didn't. You didn't hear a crinkle. I was just jiffling. It is what it is. Me and Dougie Bear, which is my mahoosive teddy bear teddy that my boyfriend got me for one Christmas. We're sat next to each other. We're having a cuddle. And we're going to talk about some things today. So full disclosure, I have already recorded this first part once already and I was listening it back to it this morning, this morning being Tuesday morning, bearing in mind the podcast goes up tomorrow morning and I hated myself listening to it. I said growing pain so many times and I just said the same thing over and over again so many different times and I probably will do throughout the rest of the episode. It's a learning curve, we're going to get there one day. Um, but yeah, just bear with. I do, however, want to talk about something that I completely missed in the intro episode. Um, kind of like a hidden meaning behind the reason why I've called this podcast Growing Pains. I think it's pretty obvious, you know, the pain of growing up. That is the, um, the obvious. However, I do want to talk quickly, just kind of the second meaning behind it that makes it, to me, funny, probably to no one else, but, um... I'm 21 and I still get growing pains. You know, the pains that you have when you're a child and you're growing and you're trying to sleep at night and just like your legs, I don't know if you can get them anywhere else, but your legs are just really achy and painful. And then your mum would probably give you some Nurofen or something and you would go back to sleep and they would be fine. I still get them at 21 and I don't grow anymore. I'm, I have been a solid five, eight and a half for the half matters, by the way. Um, I've been a solid five, eight and a half for about three or four years now. And I still get growing pains after a day of like intense activity. It could be a cause for concern. Maybe I should get it checked out, but it doesn't feel like I should get it checked out because I just take painkillers and it goes away. But if anyone else gets these growing pains, please do let me know. I would love to know because I've never come across anyone else that still gets them. But yeah, that's the, the second meaning behind growing pains because not only is growing up hard as hell, I also still get growing pains. And that's what I've always called them. I don't know if anyone has other names for them, but yeah, just wanted to summarize that real quick. In the previous recording I did of this, it took me about 10 minutes to explain that. So I'm not going to bore you with those details, but let's get into the episode. Next, I want to talk about my weekend. My weekend's been a great weekend. I hope you guys have had a great weekend. It is Sunday night when I'm recording this. It's going up on Wednesday. And I've just had a really wholesome, busy, nice weekend. You know those weekends where it's busy, but actually you were pleased it was busy because it was full of things you wanted to do rather than things that you felt like you had to do. So I had a sleepover, had a really nice big old chicken salad and just had a really nice girly time with my friend. And we went rock climbing today and that was so much fun. It was literally like 
I traveled back in time. I felt like a kid again. It was fantastic. I was pretty nervous, I'm not gonna lie. I've got a dodgy knee and the thought of like falling off a climbing wall and then like having all that impact as I jumped down on my knee, it was a bit scary to me. But actually it was fine because I would just jump down, bend my knees and then fall over because the floor was all cushiony and fun and it was great. I felt like a big kid. The climbing aspects were so much fun and all in all, 10 out of 10 experience. I mean, I hurt now. It's not an easy task by any means. I'm not the skinniest queen in the world. Pulling my weight up on those walls was pretty difficult, but I did it and it was so much fun. And my hands do kind of look like Michelin Man right now. Like they're still pretty red and pretty swollen <laughs> because obviously you have to like use chalk and grab the walls and stuff and climb up. But yeah, it was just so much fun. I highly recommend if anyone's got a climbing wall or something near them, please go visit it because... You get to relive feeling like a kid again and just climbing and jumping and being stupid for a while. So highly recommend. And on that topic, I want to transition. It could be a smooth transition. It could be a terrible transition. But I thought about how today my friend and I are climbing some of the, some of the, some of the routes. I don't even know what you call them. Routes? Runs? Whatever it is. Like where you have to follow the same path and you, you, you do the climbing, you know, the activity of climbing. Some of them were difficult and we both looked at the wall and we were like, oh God, there's so many people around. Do we go for it or do we not? In the end, we went for it because we realised nobody actually cares. Was that smooth? I feel like that was smooth. Um, nobody actually cares. You know, all these people around me, they're all here for their own sake, their own climbing session. They don't give a shit about us giving it a go on a wall. Like, that's what you're supposed to do. Do you know what I mean? You're supposed to go to climbing to try the walls and if you don't get it you don't get it like it's not that big of a deal so we 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 didn't let the fear stop us and we just went for it and that's what i want to talk about today nobody actually gives a shit nobody cares about you <laughs> and i know that sounds horrible but it is the truth i am finding that it is the truth the more i do things that when my brain is telling me oh my god what does this person think the more I realise, nobody cares. A perfect example of this is a girl called Natalie Barnett, I think it is. I think it's at Natalie Barnett underscore on Instagram. She is hilarious. She does like fitness videos, but she does like this series where because nobody cares about what you're doing in the gym, she does the most random shit. Like, I'm not kidding. The most random shit in the gym. She took her, she wore pyjamas. She wears moon boots. She, what did she take? She took a pillow and a sleep like eye mask and just laid down and had a nap in the gym and not one person batted an eyelid. Like, I'm not kidding. Not one person batted an eyelid at this girl laid on the floor with an eye mask and a pillow and moon boots in the gym. And if that isn't the basis of what I want to try and get into people's brains today, I don't know what is. Nobody cares. Like, the gym is this one place where I feel like there's a lot of insecurity. There's a lot of, you know, scary newness going on if you've not been there for a while but everyone is there for the same reason like think about you and you think about what happens like your inner monologue in your brain every single day what do you think about do you think about you know when you're looking at let's say you look at another human right do you look at them and be like oh my god her hair looks terrible today or do you look at someone and be like oh my god i really love her coat I really love her shoes. Do you know what I mean? Like, 
well I mean you could be a very different person to me but whenever I'm looking at someone or if I'm talking about someone to a friend obviously I'm not making it obvious that I'm talking about someone because I feel like people would get a bit weird about that but say I'm looking at a girl on the bus and I'm like oh my god she's beautiful I would turn to my friend and be like oh my god she's beautiful I would never look at someone and be like oh my god they're ugly and then turn to my friend and say oh my god they're ugly do you know what I mean and when people do care they're either a they should be caring about you because they're a close person to you and they're in your best interests and they only want what's good for you they're the kind of people that you want to be caring about you. You know, your best friends, your family, the people that want the best for you. And that if you're doing some questionable shit, they will be the first people to be like, um, babes, I don't think this is good for you. Do you know what I mean? So those people, we're fine. We're happy about those people caring about us. Because not only are they going to be there for your successes, they're also going to be there for your not so great times. And it's really essential that you have those people because they will be the first to tell you when maybe you're doing some things that aren't good for you, but also they will be the first to celebrate you and all the amazingness that you are we want those people we love those people we fully accept those people and we're happy that those people exist but then we get to people b person b is the kind of people that love to care just a little bit too hard and they care but they don't have your best interests at heart so they want to know what you're doing who you're hanging out with where you are what you're doing with your life but they're not going to be there to celebrate your successes they're not going to be there to celebrate your wins and they're also going to kind of be there when you're not you know doing great but they're not going to be there enough like a friend should be these people i don't even know where to begin with these people <laughs> now in my experience of these people they are not worth an ounce of your time they might make you feel valued for the whole of two seconds whilst they're asking what's going on with you but they will never reciprocate. They will never give back. You know, they will never, you will never feel like a valued person to them. You are just gossip. You are just, you know, something that they can talk about with other people. They are not worth your time. So if you listen to that and you feel like, oh shit, maybe there are a few people like that that are in my life and just now am I realizing this? Don't stress for starters. It's all okay. We've all experienced these people before, but I highly recommend for you to reevaluate. I'm not saying, you know, cut everyone off in your life because I don't want to be responsible for that. Firstly, that's scary. I'm just giving advice here. <laughs> I'm not about to make you do some drastic life decisions, but I will say reevaluate. Are these people serving you? Are they fueling your passions and your happiness and your life or are you just gossip i feel like a great telltale sign of a person like this is someone who you always seem or feel like you're giving more to them than they are you you always feel like you're being the friend and you, it's not reciprocated um i mean it's your choice what you do if you realize that there are people like this in your life I like to keep them at arm's length. That's my personal preference. I'm not about to cut everyone out of my life. I'm, I mean, I've lost friends in life, you know, like everyone does, but I'm not in the interest of, you know, being horrible to everyone around me and cutting everyone off and being brutal. Like I don't have the time for that drama. And also I just don't want to be nasty to anyone. So I just like to keep these people at arm's length. And to be honest, I don't really, I'm quite lucky. I don't really have anyone in my life right now that is like that. 
Um, but in the past, when I have experienced these things, that is like my go-to technique because that way you're kind of, it's kind of like a mature, gentle, just like drift. <laughs> I don't know how else to describe it, but you're not being like, you know, cutthroat and horrible and, you know, unnecessarily mean to everyone around you. But at the same time, you're protecting your peace and you're realizing what is good for you and what is not. So they're the two types of people that care. One that should matter and one that doesn't. And the sooner that you kind of, the second one, person B, as soon as you get over them or kind of find a way to solve that small little niggling problem, then you'll actually find that nobody else cares. And you should not let your brain telling you, oh my God, what? people are going to think of this and you shouldn't let that stop you because chances are nobody is thinking anything. Chances are people are always going to see the positive side of things, like the girl on the bus, like the girl with the nice coat. People are always going to see the good in things. Perhaps that's the optimist in me. Maybe there are pessimistic people out there that love to see the bad and the ugly in other people, but the majority, I would say, based on the people that, you know, I've met in life, are always going to think about the good. So a word of advice, if there is something that you want to do and the fear of failure or the fear of what someone else thinks of you, if that is stopping you from doing what you want to do, then get up and do it. Do what you want to do because I am telling you now, nobody will care unless they are the right person, the right people in your life that should be caring and they are the ones that will cheer you on through that success because chances are it will be a success like I feel like when it comes to ourselves we will always be the first to be like oh my god what if it doesn't turn out right whereas if a friend came to you and told you these same things that you wanted to do with your life you would immediately jump to cheering them on telling them to go for it you know you can do this you've got this I believe in you I'm here every step of the way so why don't you do it for yourself think about that. Why do you not do that for yourself? And the sooner you realize that and the sooner you start chasing the things that you love, the better. Your life will infinitely improve because you'll be surrounded by people that love you and support you and care for you. And the ones that are only there for the wrong reasons, they will be kept at arm's length and you will just be able to live the life that you want to live however the hell you want to live it. And to me, that is perfection. That is what we want. We want to go out and have fun with everyone and just live our own lives how we want to. So just to summarize that section then, there's two types of people in the realms of talking about nobody cares. A, the people that should be caring. Besties, you know, close family members. These are the ones that are gonna be there for you through thick and thin, through the bad and the good. They're gonna be the first to tell you when you're doing something that might be a little bit questionable, but they're gonna support you anyways, but they're also gonna be there through your successes as well. We might even re rename this person instead of calling them person a we're going to call them our ride or dies and i'm sure you all know what that means so i'm not going to bother explaining it but these are our ride or dies and b the people who do not have your best interests at heart people that like to gossip that like to care in front of your face and then go and talk about you to someone else we're going to call these people the secret haters okay because they technically are they're your number one fan to your face, but when you need them, they're not there. And when you tell them both the good and the bad, they're going to go and tell someone else. Personally, I don't think these people 
are doing any good in your life. And I highly recommend keeping these people at an arm's length in order to achieve maximal happiness and also maximal no bleeps given. Because when these people are in your life all the time, they have an awful lot of influence into how you think and what you think. And it's likely that they're holding you back from being your true authentic self and stopping you from doing the things that you truly and authentically want to do. I think the best course of action with these people is to kind of take everything that they say and do with a pinch of salt because they shouldn't be influencing you to such a great amount that they stop you from doing something that you want to do or doing something that you love or because of what their opinion is or what they think. So yeah, that's just a little summary of the people that should care. Now let's go on to talk about some examples about going for what you want and also examples of nobody else caring because I have quite a recent embarrassing one that I would love to share with you guys. <laughs> Perfect example, me starting this podcast, okay? Now, the people I would consider close to me or just genuinely lovely people have reached out to me, have shared my podcast on their Instagram, have spread the word, lovely, lovely people, and they care, and that is nice. Apart from this beautiful little bubble of people that I've managed to, you know, connect with, nobody else cares. Nobody else even knows I exist, to be honest, but if people heard, like, oh, did you hear that Freya started a podcast? Everyone would be like, oh, cool, and then they would move on with their day, unless they were person B, but we're not going to talk about person B right now. We're talking about the general, not the A's or the B's, everyone else. They will move on with their day and that will be that. Aside from that, nobody cares. Nobody cares. And I mean, I'm probably doing myself dirty a bit here. I'm basically just saying that, yeah, my best friends like my podcast and I'm basically just talking to my best friends right now. So hello everyone. <laughs> and then apart from that, nobody cares. Like, the easiest way to put it, I think, and I think one of the best ways to put it, is that you are the centre of your own universe, okay? So your little inner monologue in your brain is always talking about you and what what you can do in this situation, what you're doing today, what you're doing tomorrow, what you're doing with other people. Your brain's always thinking about, you know, it's a survival mechanism, like it's thinking about you and what you're going to eat next and just everything everything is always about you and that's not that's not like selfish or anything like that that is just how we are wired we are always the center of our own universe so if you then think about everyone else everyone else is the center of their own universes you're just a little a tiny little cog in their little world of people so when it comes to making a big life decision or if it comes to i don't know starting a podcast just like i'm doing right now or making a decision of something you've been putting off for a while or even something as silly as today i'm going to wear a headband and i've not worn a headband before in public nobody cares i'm telling you and the people that do care are probably going to be your friends that go oh my god that looks really nice you should do that more often bada bing bada boom nobody cares nobody but the important people care and anyone that isn't important, that does care, doesn't matter. This is what I'm trying to get at, okay? And I'm probably saying it loads of different times in roundabout ways, but it is the truth. So based on this knowledge, I have accumulated and experienced about nobody caring. 
I want you to now implement this into your life. So the next time you're thinking about, oh God, what's so-and-so going to think about this? Or, oh my God, that person over there is probably thinking that this new coat I'm wearing is so disgusting and gross. Or that person over there just saw me sneeze and I probably look like an idiot. Next time you find yourself thinking about that, I just want you to tell yourself, nobody cares. I am the center of my own universe and they are the center of theirs. They don't give a shit about the fact that I look, just, just looked fucking stupid doing a sneeze. And that's the bottom line of it. Probably a really stupid example, sneezing. But yeah, that's what I want you to tell yourself. Next time you catch yourself thinking, oh my God, what are they going to think of me? Nobody cares. And I promise you, if you start to think this way, your life will change. It might not dramatically change, but just little things. Like, it just gives you this little extra bit of confidence that's like, the people that are meant to care will care. And we will laugh about it if I look like an idiot while I sneeze. I promise, if you give that a go, you will notice that a lot of things start to change. For the better, I promise. It will be for the better. I see no ways that can be negative coming from giving that a go. So please, next time someone, next time you catch yourself thinking about what do they think of me? Just say to yourself, nobody cares. I am the center of my own universe. They are the center of theirs. And watch how your confidence skyrockets and your self-awareness skyrockets because you're just doing what you want to do. You're just out here living life like you want to live it. And anyone that has an opinion either really cares about you and you should listen to them or really doesn't matter. And who cares what they think? because nobody cares. You shouldn't care. You know, it's like almost reverse psychology. If someone is caring that isn't important to you, you should not care back that they care. <laughs> Maybe this is getting a bit complicated now. Perhaps I should be quiet soon. <laughs> On the topic of nobody caring, right? I'm going to tell you a little story. So I think it was about a week or so ago, maybe even two weeks, I was on the leg press at the gym. Okay, and this is a pretty new gym for me. I joined in January. I was fed up of my other gym because it was so busy in central Manchester. And the first few weeks, I was like, okay, I'm just going to take it slow. I'm just going to use, like, the machine leg press. So, you know, the ones that are, like, basically horizontal to you and you have to, like, shimmy your way into a position. And it's just, like, one with a little pin that you put whatever in whatever weight you want. I started on those for a few weeks and then I was like, you know what? I'm going to upgrade myself to the proper leg press, the big daddy leg press in the in the men's weight section. And I don't mean the men's weight section. I know it's for everyone. Okay. But it's the scary, it's the scary section of the gym where if you're the only female in there, it's scary because there's all these men surrounding you pumping really large weights and you're just there with your five kilograms doing an arm workout but that's a story for another day so i'm in this section of the gym and i decided to go on the leg press it looks like a normal leg press like every leg press i've ever used i put my feeties i mean to be fair it only had like 50 kgs on it okay so i was like okay let's just do a little warm-up with this one see where i'm at because it's been a while since i've been on this machine First off, I should have known from the beginning. I really should have known and then prepared myself. But I pushed my feet off the leg press. And I didn't have to do anything with my arms. Now, all the other leg presses I've used before, I've had to, like, move my arms on the side bits to, like, 
get it to go. I don't know how else to describe that. You can't push until you've moved the things to the side that are next to you. Little handles that control everything. And I go to pull those handles and they don't move. So I'm like, oh. And then I press my legs. I'm like, oh, it's moving already. Now I'm not an engineer. I don't see things in the way that I'm sure an engineer would have done in this situation. So I pushed off and I'm like, okay, let's do a few reps. I do some reps. You know, I'm feeling great. It's feeling, it's feeling light to me. I am feeling strong. I am feeling fabulous. And then it comes to me finishing and being like, right, how do I hook this onto the leg press machine then? Oh my God, it was so embarrassing. I could not for the life of me figure out how to lock this leg press machine back in again. Oh my God, it makes me cringe just thinking about it. It actually makes me cringe just thinking <laughs> And not one person came to help, okay? I would have had to do the embarrassing, like, help if I wasn't an incredibly bendy queen that managed to move it down onto the lowest possible setting, like, for the the dead stop, you know, like, if you accidentally let go and it would have to drop, yeah. I was bendy enough to let that come all the way down and then just slither out. And then I spent the next five minutes circling, doing circles around the machine, trying to figure out how the hell I was supposed to work it. And I couldn't for the life of me. I ended up having to do the walk of shame. I just picked my bottle up and my phone and I left. <laughs> it was so embarrassing. Now I know how to use it. And it was very also equally as embarrassing when I went back to the gym and did it first time because I real maybe it just wasn't a good day for me. All I had to do was just lift it like up and down. Like it moved up and down instead of like up to release and then down to oh I don't even know how to describe it. Anyways, that's not that's not important what's important here. What is important is that I was clearly struggling and this was the gym was pretty full at this point. Like it was quite a busy day on that particular day and no one helped. No one looked my way no one even helped and I was at one point I was stood there looking around hoping to make eye contact with someone because they would come over and be like do you need some help and at that point you know I'm not the type to just approach a stranger and ask for help um that shit scares me but I was just hoping to look eyes with someone and not one person like everyone was there for their own reason and that for me was the epitome of nobody cares if you ever need humbling for one and for two, if you ever need a reminder how nobody cares, just go to a gym and do some stupid shit. Like Natalie Barnett. She's really cool. I highly suggest you watch some of those videos. But it's not just applicable to the gym. It is applicable to life. I'm going to leave that bit. I'm going to nip it in the bud there. I feel like I've made my point. I've probably talked about it for way too long now. That's it for today. That's all I wanted to talk about because it, it came up in conversation with a friend and I was just like, you know what? People need to know about this. This is something that I have really learned. And now I don't really give a shit what anyone thinks. <laughs> Apart from the people I care about, I don't care what people think of me. If I want to dance in the street, if I want to be a bit of a nutter, if I want to do, I just want to do whatever the hell I want to do. I think it's time that I put that to bed now. I feel like I've made my point. I hope I've made my point. If you have any questions or if you have you know, any thoughts, please do message me on my Instagram at growingpainswithfraz because I would really appreciate people opening a conversation about this topic because it's something, as you can probably tell, I feel very passionately about. Nobody cares, that's who. Anywho, I'm going to stop saying that now because I've, I bet you could count like 
me saying that at least 20 times in this podcast but anywho i'm gonna finish off with a little thing that i want to do i want to finish each podcast each week because it's a weekly thing it's almost like a little catch-up this it's like hello how are we all how's our week been i'm gonna finish every podcast with something i loved this week something i hated and something that i learned and as always i always 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 want to talk to anyone that listens to this anyone that's got something to say get to growing pains with fraz on instagram spark a conversation with me so something i loved this week was this weekend i had such a great time i had a sleepover with my best friend and we did the climbing that i talked about we made great food we had poached egg and avo on toast with feta this morning last night we had a chicken salad and it was like fresh fresh warm chicken and oh my god it was huge i love a huge salad and we watched a film on a projector it was just great so yeah that was something i loved this week something i hated friday now i know that might be shocking you know friday is usually a good day for most but for some reason i got up this friday and i was in a foul mood a foul mood i got out of the wrong side of the i just was not feeling the day me and my boyfriend call it a bad head day when you can't quite put a finger on why it is you're feeling the way you're feeling just that you're feeling what you're feeling is pretty shit in that day yeah and i just couldn't shake myself out of it i even went i went and got a matcha that didn't even shake me out of it usually the matcha you know solves everything i'm going through a bit of a matcha phase at the minute but that's a story for another day (laughs) i sat outside in the sunshine weirdly enough it was sunny in manchester on friday in winter very strange things didn't solve my mood i went shopping what did i buy I say shopping. I was literally buying... Oh yeah, I went to Aldi to get my food shop. That didn't solve the bad mood. I cooked tea. Didn't... Oh yeah, I call it tea. Tea, dinner, whatever everyone calls it. For me, it's breakfast, dinner, tea. Just let's get that out of the way now. Tea, not the thing you drink. Tea is dinner, the thing you eat. Okay, so Friday was a write-off. That was the thing I hated about this week. Um, something I learned this week quite a fun one actually me and my friend went to a coffee shop and the same guy that's there he's a really nice guy he's always there's nothing that is too much of an ask for this guy like literally nothing and there's always a would you rather question at the till and we always spark conversation with this guy about about the would you rather you know he's always nice he's always helpful he's always really chatty so as we walked out i mean i say we my friend asked his name just like thank you what's your name by the way he told his name he was like what's yours we told him our names just that pleasant interaction of being like okay this is our name thank you so much see you later and now when we go back i mean i haven't seen him since but now when we go back i'm so excited to be like oh hey you name hi i know you and it's just like a positive human interaction that's something i learned this week why do we not talk to people more how hard is it to just ask someone's name and be like thank you so much for being so great can't wait to come back ciao and he knows ours there's just something about this is something i've learned that we should talk to people more we should ask people's names and have positive interactions even if it's just a hello ever since i got with my boyfriend three and a half years almost he something i fell in love with can you say when we first got together he always no matter who it was any place where he was like buying something or anytime he had an interaction with a person he would always say have a great day or have a good day and it was just so nice because everyone else would be like oh 
thank you, you have a great day too. And it was just such a positive interaction. There was just something about that that I was like, I'm going to do that from now on. So I've been doing it for three and a half years. And it's so nice. It's so nice to actually interact with people and not just like use a service and be like, okay, thanks, bye. Actually treating them like a human that has a name and you can have a great social interaction with them and you can make friends. Like that was so easy to ask that guy's name. And now I feel like the next time we go in, we're going to be like, hey, and we're going to be like, okay, we're not going to be besties, but just like treating people them more than just like a, you know, person that's doing their job being like, hi, you're great. So that's what I learned this week. You can make friends with pretty much anyone if you just start by asking their name or wishing them a good day. Gotta love spreading a bit of kindness. Anyways, I've been talking for way too long. If you are still listening, props to you. I'm, I'm clapping with my, I'm clicking, but I'm click clapping like the intelligent people do. Thank you so much for being here. I really do appreciate you. I'm really grateful. This is something I want to do forever. As you already bloody know, I'm not going to talk about it over and over again, but just thank you. I really appreciate you. And I'd also really appreciate if you followed this podcast, if you enjoyed it, turned any notifications on if you can. I don't even know if that's a thing on Spotify yet or Apple. I don't know. I don't know these things. Okay. I'm just a baby, but we'll figure it out together. You know, just like we're figuring out my twenties, our twenties, because we are doing this together. We're in this together and I want it to feel like we're in this together. So please do message me away. I will talk to bloody anyone. Thank you so much. I hope you all have a wonderful week. We're just going to cut it here. Oh, I feel like I'm sad. I don't want to go. Oh, okay. Well, I guess you- oh, I'll see you in a week's time, guys. I miss you already. Okay, I'm being dramatic. I love you all. Thank you for listening. See you next week. Bye. I love you. Bye.